Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. I'm back. <laughs> Bet you thought you'd heard the last of me. Well, here I am, <laughs> out loud and proud. Anyway, <laughs> happy New Year. I'm so excited to be back. It was nice to have a little breather. However, uh, I didn't have the greatest holiday break. I went back to Ohio, and when I was home for Ohio- in Ohio, I got like this really nasty stomach bug, and I was literally in like my parents spare bedroom it's not even like my childhood home because my parents moved so i was like in just like the saddest spare bedroom in my parents house and on christmas day everyone left me like matt matt even left me like my my one of my brothers always does that big christmas breakfast and dinner and so everyone in the house went to my brothers and i was just alone in this sad spare bedroom it was very depressing um but I didn't gain that much weight over the holiday. That was the silver lining, because normally I gain at least like 30 to 40 pounds. And <laughs> I didn't. I stayed about even, which is which is nice. And I got to binge a lot of shows. I got to watch a lot of stuff. Uh, we saw some movies. Uh, we I watched that show, Sorry for Your Loss, which if you haven't seen it, please seek it out. It's a Facebook show, which... I know it's gross to say like, oh, go watch a Facebook show. And I don't even, I didn't even watch it on Facebook. Like somehow Matt got me the episode. So I don't know how it happened, but I watched it. It's with Elizabeth Olsen. Saddest show, but like a beautiful sad. You know, it's about this young woman who loses her husband and he passes away. The husband's name is Matt too. And so like the whole time I was watching it, <laughs> I would. I was watching it and Matt would be like in the other room or he'd be on his iPad or something because he wasn't interested. And I would finish an episode and I'd feel like so like, I I just like wanted to go up to Matt and be like, I love you. You know, I'm so grateful for you. You know, I'd feel all mushy because every episode, you know, it's about this woman finding herself after her husband passes away. And it's like, it's sad and heartbreaking. And so I'd finish the episode and I'd be like, Matt, I just want to let you know, like, I love you so, so much. I'm so grateful, you know? And then he would like fart or something. (laughs) Like, I really love you. And he'd just be like, Like, I'm trying to have a moment here, and you're just not even giving me anything. Oh, but it's a great show. And it will, it'll make you like hug your, hug your loved ones a little tighter. You know what I mean? And it's coming back for a second season, too, which I'm excited about. What else? We got to talk uh, before we get into Vanderpump Rules. That's what this episode is mostly going to be about. I'm going to recap Vanderpump Rules. But I do want to say that uh, there was an upsetting tweet in the Bravo universe this past week, and that is Bethany compared herself to Gilda Radner. And I took umbrage with this. Is that the right word? (laughs) I had an issue with this because, look, it's one thing if somebody says on Twitter, like somebody had tweeted her and said, you look like Gilda Radner. Now, look, that's one thing to say, oh, that's interesting. You know, maybe some people have told her she's looked like Gilda Radner. But then Bethany doubled down and she said, you know, people tell me I look and act like her. She said act. And... I had an issue with this because Gilda Radner is a comedy legend. She created characters like Rosanna, Rosanna Dana. And 
you know, she's a comedy legend. A comedy, as she was an SNL legend, she a, was a brilliant mind. And Bethany is not doing the same kind of work as Gilda Radner was doing. Let's just call a spade a spade. Facts are facts. Bethany's no Gilda Radner. Her saying, get off my jock to Heather Thompson in one of the housewife scenes is not the same as Gilda Radner creating a, a comedic character from scratch, okay? <laughs> if anyone on the New York cast is most like Gilda Radner, I'd say it's Ramona, but that's neither here nor there. Bethany is not. So, I don't know, it, it kind of bugged me. Now, I also want to say that I ordered a skinny girl candle on accident since we last spoke. Um, before the holiday, Bethany offered these skinny girl holiday candles. They were on sale for like $28. And I went to the website because Bethany posted like some video about these candles. And so like I went to the website because, you know, as much as I hate on the Skinny Girl products, I cannot resist a new one. I cannot resist. So I went to that Skinny Girl website and literally like I clicked one button and all of a sudden like my phone took a picture of my face and it was like, your order went through. And then I got a confirmation email. It was like, what's happening? There's some like James Bond shit going on with that Skinny Girl e-merch store. And I didn't even approve of it. I didn't even know that I approved of it. It was like, literally, I clicked one button. And then, you know, on your phone, how it has that, like, facial recognition? Well, all of a sudden, it was like, uh, you know, your order went through. And, like, it took a scan of my eyes. And I was like, what the fuck's happening? (laughs) Where am I? (laughs) Some, like, crazy technology shit. And then I got a confirmation email. And I looked at the confirmation email, and it had my old address on it. And so immediately, immediately, within in minutes, it wasn't even two minutes since that order accidentally placed with my eye using my retina. <laughs> it hadn't even been two minutes since the skinnier website uses my retina to order a candle. And then suddenly, I noticed that my address was wrong. So I immediately went and contacted customer support on the skinnier on their website. It says you could do a live chat. So then I did a live chat. And then... I didn't hear from anyone It said, like, oh, our live chats are busy or something like that. And so I went and immediately sent an email, hadn't heard back from anyone. So the whole holiday goes by, and I hadn't heard from anyone. Then I took to the internet, and I tweeted about it. And then finally, when I did, I got an email back. And so they resending me the candle, because the candle was sent to the wrong address. They couldn't reroute it, nothing. But so I still haven't received it yet. It's a holiday candle. Lord knows what holiday I'm going to be getting it for. Maybe Valentine's Day, if we're lucky. Fingers crossed, knock on some wood. <laughs> I, I need that balsam candle that I ordered from Skinny Girl. We'll see. I'll give an official review as soon as I get it. Very, very excited. Very excited. Not ready to let go of the holiday either. So we might put the tree back up. <laughs> I love Christmas so much. I'm very sad to see it all go. But, you know, when that balsam candle from Skinny Girl arrives, I might throw the tree back up. Who knows? Who can be sure? You know, I might put on a Santa baby and start dancing around my house. You know, when I with the stomach flu, I feel like I almost missed the holiday. Do you know what I mean? Like It felt like it passed me by because I didn't get to do anything on Christmas Day other than, you know, throw up in the bathroom. I was so sick that I missed the whole holiday. So, you know, we might do a Christmas part two. We'll see. You know, we actually sort of got a Christmas part two on Vanderpump Rules this week. We did. And let's talk about this. So Vanderpump Rules, I did miss a couple weeks because of the holiday. And there was one thing I want to talk about, and that's from a previous week. And that's the fact that Tom Sandoval said he's been in the service industry for 25 years. Did anyone catch that? I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but that would mean he was like in the service industry since he was like a preteen. Like, was he waiting tables at 11? I don't know. But we need some answers on that. 
I just thought that was that was interesting. We open up this week. They're all at Vanderpump Dogs, which I've been to many of times. I don't know if I told you guys on the podcast, but I I'm like on the lookout for a dog. I need a hypoallergenic dog, you know, and I know they say, some people say that there's no such thing, but I just need a low shedding dog. So I'm looking for like a poodle mix. That's what I grew up with. And so I go to Vanderpump Rules on occasion to look because I want to rescue one there and haven't found one. I did find a demon dog there once that <laughs> I was like ready to take him home. And then he attacked someone when I was doing like a walk outside the Vanderpump Dogs. The dog literally went insane. Like they had told me like before I took the dog on a walk, his name was Jasper. <laughs> and like the girl who worked at Vanderpump Dogs was like, you know, he, Jasper's normally like not good with men, but he seems to be warming up to you. And Jasper obviously knew I was a bit gay, but I go to take Jasper out. They were like, do you want to take him out for a, a walk around the block, you know, to see how he is? And so I take him out and Jasper saw a man that was like, just happened to be walking by and Jasper turned into Cujo. Like Jasper went insane and attacked this man. And I, I was this poor man. I was like, I, that's not even my dog. And it was a little, Jasper was like a little lap dog, but he went nuts at this man. But <sighs> you guys. Jasper's okay. He ended up going to another home. Wasn't my home, but I did go back after that. And I said, like, is Jasper in a nice home? And Jasper found a good home. So, you know, good for you, Jasper. I had a video of Jasper, too, because I was walking him and I was trying to send Matt a video. And I'm like walking and shooting Jasper and I'm like, oh, look, good boy. You know, like what a good dog. And he went to the bathroom and it was so sweet. And I was like, kind of texted to Matt. And then he saw this guy and he just went nuts. And, you know, to be honest, like, I don't even fault Jasper because he didn't like straight men. I get it. <laughs> None of us do. <laughs> but, you know, he went a little crazy. So it just wasn't the right fit for me. But again, Jasper found a great home. I should play that video. I'm going to play the little clip so you can maybe hear me walking him and then just visualize a man walking by and you'll hear how what happened. But again, I don't want it to seem like Jasper was a bad dog. Like Jasper was a great dog. He just didn't like men because unfortunately, a lot of rescue dogs are abused and in abusive situations. And that's why it's important for all of us to rescue. And I think Jasper probably found someone that was patient and, you know, got him the the training he needed. And now I'm sure he's leading such a wonderful life. But uh, but let's l- just listen to this as I'm walking him. <laughs> Good boy. Jasper? 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 No. <laughs> I was so shook. I was so shook. I really did love him. I know that's neither here nor there. Anyway, back to the episode. See, I haven't talked to you guys in so long. I just have so much I want to get off my chest. (laughs) We have so much to chat about, you guys. I missed you all so, so much. I should also mention that there's a Kelly Clarkson pop dive on everything iconic Patreon. So if you're missing a pop dive, if you want a good pop dive, there's one over there. It's patreon.com slash everything iconic. Just go to that website, click become a patron. And there's like a whole Kelly Clarkson episode that I did with Logan Cochran, who's like a a wonderful friend and he's so uh, smart and he's a pop culture or pop music junkie. So we chatted about Kelly. So go over there and listen to that because it's good. Oh, enough rambling, Danny. Anyway, back to this episode. We open at Vanderpump Dogs. They're all wearing these face tattoos. And at first, I thought Ken maybe had a melanoma on his face because I didn't know what it was because they opened it. The first shot I saw was Ken with the tattoo on his face. And I thought it was a melanoma. It was just a dog tattoo, you know, trying to stop Yulan. And I eventually saw everyone wearing them, which was nice. 
We saw LVP's business partner, who I've seen at Vanderpump Dogs. He's a very attractive man. So I don't know if you caught that he was next to her. He's a gorgeous man. He's like a young man, too. We need more of him. Anyway, Lisa was saying that she needed everyone to post on social media these pictures of them with these tattoos. And in Lisa's confessional, she said, even Kristen Doty. And look, I have a problem with this. Lisa's always so fucking mean to Kristen Doty in her confessionals and to her face. Has Kristen been the nicest to LVP? No. But I think Lisa Vanderpump is so fucking rude to Kristen Doty, who has really helped build this empire. Because without Kristen Doty, you know, I don't know what we would have had here. So this is really the house that Kristen built, if we're all being honest. And I think Lisa's too mean to Kristen in her confessionals, and I'm tired of it. I'm taking a stance. I'm, <laughs> I'm putting my foot down. You guys, I'm tired of Lisa Vanderpump being rude to Kristen. It's one thing for her to be rude to someone like Sheena or anyone else, frankly, James, anyone. But I don't like her being so rude to Kristen, and it's just enough. Enough is enough. Taylor Armstrong, enough. Okay, enough. Girl, enough. 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 We're not doing this anymore. I'm not having this anymore. Enough. Kristen was really funny, though. She said, like, sir, goddesses are shining down because James has been fired. It's like Kristen's so invested in James getting fired. (laughs) So, so fucking funny. (laughs) And uh, James ends up showing up to this dog parlor. And what? Wait, what did I call it? A dog parlor? What the fuck's a dog parlor? You know what I mean, a dog rescue. Anyway, James shows up with Raquel, and Kristen informs us all. She says, well, Charles Manson had dogs, so James showing up with a puppy is not going to be enough to forgive him. And it was wise words from one Miss Kristen Doty. Then we see Adam and Sheena. There's like a lot of Adam and Sheena this episode. So they're obviously setting it up that Adam and Sheena have this like little romance, this little whatever. and. Then Lisa pulls aside James, and they have a little chat, and Lisa tells James, it's time to grow up. And while this is happening, Ariana and Stassi are talking about their birthday party, and they say that they need to disinvite James because Brittany and Katie aren't comfortable with James being there. Now, here's the problem with James. I find myself feeling bad for him, even though he's said such monstrous things. And I know in my heart, like we all know watching this, we know that we shouldn't feel bad for this person because he's called people fat and whores and sluts. I sh- we shouldn't feel bad for him. He's dug his own grave, and yet here I am, sitting on my couch, being like, oh, I just want him to get his job back. And I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. I Look, all of you listening out there, I don't want to feel this way. I don't. I wish I didn't, but I do. And here I am. This is me. <laughs> I'm just going to talk the whole podcast in those platitudes. Like, this is me greatest showman. <laughs> no I in team. Six to one, half dozen of the other. <laughs> just, just platitudes the whole episode. Look, the weather's getting warmer. You got to ditch the jackets, the sweaters, and you got to put on some shorts and tees. And if you're anything like me, you hate getting all the new stuff. But luckily, I've found Quince, and Quince makes it so easy uh, to get clothes. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found out about Quince. Now I've got high-quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Quince has all of the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos. Those are my personal favorite. I always love getting new polos for the summertime, and they have a fantastic selection. I'm very particular about the collar, and I love the collar on the performance 
polos that I got. They also have versatile flow-knit activewear. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to all of us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes, which I love. Feel good about shopping with them. Now, again, I got those polos, but I also got some shorts, some t-shirts, just some basics that I can wear year-round. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 300 65 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash iconic. Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. All right, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listings, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was a pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy an experienced local Redfin agent, can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you, you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. So anyway, I did feel bad for him, and I don't, I don't know why I did. Then we cut to Tina K. Salon, and we see Lala and Brittany. They are getting uh, what Lala referred to as booty smoothies. So these are Ash's facials. So face, facials for the ass. Now, I've never heard of this. I love when I'm watching one of these shows and they introduce a portion of modern medicine that I've never experienced in my life before. Usually, housewives expose me to things I've never seen on TV. You know, I, I think we all learned what a vagina rejuvenation is just from the housewives. I think 10 years ago or you know, however long ago on New York or Orange County or whatever franchise was getting the vaginal rejuvenations, I mean, that's where we all learned. 
And so now we got to learn about these booty smoothies. And I'm interested. Lala showed up at this place looking a little bit like an elf. She was wearing like a green and red, I don't know, long sleeve or sweater or something. And that really was soothing to me because I told you I've been transitioning out of the holidays. And so it was nice to just see some red and green on screen. This whole episode really was nice to transition out of the holidays because, you know, they gave us just enough. You know, Lala was wearing this like little elf sweater and I thought, oh, that's soothing to the eye. And then I had to look at her ass and it wasn't quite as soothing. (laughs) As a gay man, I wasn't as interested in that ass. But dad ass was great. (laughs) Dad ass. It doesn't sound right when a gay says like like that. I don't feel like, (laughs) I don't feel comfortable saying dead ass. My 2019 resolution is to sound, sound more confident when I say dead ass. Anyway, where were we? They get the ass done. And Lala says that Randall's an ass man, a vagina man, a tit man, and just a man in general. So, you know what? Randall's just on board with all of Lala. And then Lala kind of throws Ariana and Tom under the bus. She says that Ariana and Tom have said that they're worried about Jackson and Brittany. And so Lala tells Brittany this while they're getting their booty smoothies. And I felt like it was stirring the pot a little bit, but I wasn't mad because it's moving everything forward. You know, it was, it felt very like stagey, felt very like purposefully like, hey, we're going to, I'm going to throw these friends under the bus for the purpose of this TV show. And I was okay with that. I don't mind it when these cast members do this and it's like, for the benefit of our eyes. Do you know what I'm saying? Anyway, then we cut to Stassi and Bo. They're at Stassi's place. They're making like some sort of charcuterie plate. And Stassi's talking about turning 30. She said she feels grown up now. And look, I like Stassi and Bo. I think they're cute together. And she does seem way better with him, right, than with the other guys. And they keep flashing back to all like the other awful guys she's been with. And it does crack me up when they flash back to Jax, because it's like, Jax is still a cast member on this show, and we're <laughs> we're just flashing back to, like, all the assholes, and then it's like, wait, but Jax is still around. He's just with, like, another cast member. Uh, then we see one of my favorite scenes of all time that I've ever seen, and that is Sheena and Adam putting together a daybed or a, a bed in Sheena's Marina Del Rey. <laughs> somebody I saw online, somebody said that Sheena just moved to Marina Del Rey so that she could say she's Sheena and Marina. <laughs> I, I love that theory, and that's what I'm assuming is true. I'm assuming Sheena wanted to be Sheena and Marina, and or Marina Sheena. We all know she likes a name that rhymes. That's why she married Mike Shane in the first place. And so she had to think of she had to get crafty and think of something else. So she opened up her Dr. Seuss "Oh the Places You'll Go" <laughs> and grabbed a map, and the closest spot was Marina Del Rey. And she's so uh, now she's Sheena from the Marina. You know, one fish, two fish, red fish, <laughs> Sheena. That doesn't make any sense. Now all I'm going to be able to think about is Sheena in Dr. Seuss books. Sheena in the hat instead of Cat in the Hat. Or uh, Green Eggs and Ham and Sheena. (laughs) How how Sheena stole Christmas. And that's why she moved there. But it's the scene was so fucking funny. It was just like Sheena very blatantly flirting with Adam I mean, she literally said, at one point, I think she said, like, I'll pleasure you or something. She was like, I'm going to go shower. And she got naked. And we literally saw the shower. Like, she was naked in the shower while Adam's just putting together this bed. And she was just being so thirsty. She hiked up the heat. The heat was on. He was, like, sweating. He's like, it's so hot in here. She's like, take off your top. I appreciated this level of confidence coming out of Sheena and thirst coming out of Sheena. It was so fucking funny. (laughs) 
he could not have been less interested in her either. I was dying. Like, he, he, I don't even think he looked her way. It was like, she was the sun, and he didn't want to stare directly at it. Like, he was just not going to look her way, even while she's nude in the shower. I loved it. Then we see LVP at TomTom, and James's mom, Jackie, arrives to talk to Lisa. And look, I worried for a second, are they trying to make the mom a main character? Because it was revealed that she's nine months sober, which is obviously they're trying to do this like parallel between James and the mom. And Lisa says to her, like, look, James is disrespectful to women. And as she's saying, like, this is why your son has a problem, the mom is just like, let me stop you right there. And then she says, the women have been attacking and provoking James. And then at one point, even the mom did like that Raquel clap in Lisa's face. Did you guys catch that? She did that like that hand clap that's just like the, the palms of your hands clapping together. And it really worried me. I didn't, I didn't like seeing this. The mom really upset me because I felt like she just wasn't listening to Lisa. And Lisa's trying to say like, look, your son is being an asshole and this is why I had to fire him. And mom's just begging. But then on the flip side of the coin, I was also mad at Lisa Vanderpump for showing such. There's something that obviously James or James's family must have something on Lisa, right? Because Lisa has given James so many chances, and then in her confessionals, even like she's she, she's talking so wonderfully about James, and occasionally she'll say bad things, but she'll say he's a, a douche or what I don't know what the terms she uses. <laughs> but I feel like she just makes so many excuses for James, but then someone like Kristen, she's in her confessional talking shit about her. And I just don't, there's something off balance here. There's something very off balance. I don't understand why Lisa has such a soft spot for James. And I think it's more than a soft spot. I feel like they must have something on her. Or I think the relationship between James's dad or James's parents and Lisa and Ken, I think that must go back further than maybe we or I recognize because there's something there. It's fishy to me. It's very fishy to me. And then even at one point, Jackie is crying, and then she says, you're his mother figure. And it's like, what the fuck? You're his actual mother figure. I don't know. Like, there's something weird about that whole dynamic between James's parents, James, and Lisa, and Ken. Anyway, then we see the girls go to the Christmas store. I love a Christmas store. I think I might have mentioned this on the show before. I, I believe that this birthday party was my idea. I believe that this theme... You know, if you all remember, I had tweeted about this months and months ago, and I said they should have a joint Christmas party theme. I told Ariana and Stasi on Twitter. One of them retweeted me or whatever and said that was a great idea. I'm not saying that this whole episode was my doing, but I am saying that I think this winter birthday party was my idea, and I stand by that. Anyway, they're at a Christmas store. Uh, Kristen, Katie, and Stasi are like buying Christmas decorations and and Stasi keeps talking about how she has it all together now, and Katie's like, well, it's easy now that you're older, you know, you don't worry about little things. And I'm like, I don't know that Katie should be giving so much advice right now, but, you know, I'm happy that they're all grown. We see a little flashback to all Stasi's birthday meltdowns. And then we also, Kristen was wearing a shirt that said something about being, about happiness. And then we see them leave the store. And Kristen took off her shoes. She just, popped off her shoes in the middle of the store. Now, let's back up here. So they're at this Christmas shop. We know it's summertime, and it seemed hot. The girls mentioned that it was hot. Uh, Stasi said her titties were crying. I believe it was her exact verbiage. And Kristen 
decided that it was appropriate to just take off her shoes. No socks on. She just, she even commented on, she said, I'm pulling a Britney Spears at a gas station. I'm taking off my shoes. Now, this is a, this is a stance to take. This is something that is very bold that I haven't seen on these shows yet. This is a main cast member simply removing their shoes in the middle of a public store and then exiting stage left. Look, they're not at the beach. They're not at a pool. They are in the Christmas shop. This is a year-round Christmas shop, so it is, you know, slightly uh, an anomaly. You know, it's not something that's you see every day, but it's certainly not a place that you would just take off your shoes and socks and just walk around in. Now, if I owned that store and I saw somebody walking around barefooted, I would be a little upset. I would be a little upset. That guy's got to clean up all that that shit. There's probably so much glitter around there. Kristen's feet probably look like Angela's ashes. (laughs) And not only that, but you you don't know what's going to be on those floors. Like, What if an ornament broke? Do you remember in the movie Home Alone when Daniel Stern stepped on those ornaments? That seemed like it hurt. Now, that's something that Kristen's running the risk of by walking around barefoot in this Christmas shop. And I would just like to say, Kristen, if you're listening, I hope you'll be careful next time because you do not know. If there's one thing I learned from Daniel Stern in Home Alone, it's that you cannot just walk around willy-nilly barefooted around Christmas goods. It's not something that should be done. And I don't like that she's teaching our youth this. There's plenty of young kids that watch these shows. Kids are just going to think that they could take off those shoes and socks and just walk around, you know, hair in the wind. And that's not acceptable. So, you know, kids, if you're listening, <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> um, I'm so stupid. <laughs> but anyway, kids, if you're listening, you know, put on some shoes and socks. You can't just take off your shoes anywhere you goddamn please. There are rules. There are rules. I know, you know, Kristen likes to live by the seat of her pants. I don't know if that's the right term, but, you know, wear shoes. Shoes, shoes, shoes. (laughs) Anyway, then we see Tom and Tom visiting Lisa's house, and Lisa's rehabbing a bird. And Lisa's literally petting a bird. She sends uh, Schwartz over to the car to count some shirts. And then she's talking to Sandoval about, you know, rehabbing James while she's rehabbing a bird. And it was like, what the fuck's going on? At one point, the bird literally flew into her chest and then flew off. It was like the nipple or the the supple breasts of Lisa Vanderpump rehabbed that bird, and it was able to fly away. We were getting sound effects. We were getting, I mean, this scene was crazy. Crazy. And it was just so, it was so layered. It was like, we're we're talking about this other cast member who, like, has been drinking too much and had to get fired. But then while this is all happening, like, Lisa's petting this bird. Pretty bird. Yeah, can you say pretty bird? Pretty bird. Yes, pretty bird. Pretty bird. And at first, she sort of seemed like a a Bond villain or like Inspector Gadget villain. Do you remember just like petting an animal while she talks about like this other asshole kid that she's trying to save? But then the bird flies away and it's sort of like a Cinderella moment. I don't know. I don't know, but it was a lot happening. And again, there's something that is going on between James and LBP because she treats Kristen like such trash, and then she treats James like that bird. So Schwartz comes back, and he didn't count right. He's telling us in his confessionals he loves math, but then the proof begs to differ because he couldn't count those 84 shirts, whatever the fuck that was. (laughs) Schwartz did not know how many tops were in that car. 
It was like me and some friends going to Serena Williams tennis match. No clue how many tops are in the car. <laughs> Maybe we need to get him a calculator or something. Then we see everyone setting up for this birthday party. While everyone's setting up, Carter, Kristen's boyfriend's doing virtual reality. Loved it. The girls are dressing like ice queens. And Jax pulls aside Brittany. And he's like, look, I gotta talk to you. And he says, Tom and Ariana are not happy for us. And then he goes on to say that he thinks that because Tom and Ariana see them doing so well, that they're jealous. And that was troublesome. And I think there's going to be more to come with that. Because Tom and Ariana are going to see this. And Jax lied about it later on. He's like, I would never say anything about you and Ariana. But then he did. It's always weird to me when anyone is like, oh, they must be jealous of me. Do you know what I mean? It's like if you, when you have a friend and you call them out on some bullshit or whatever, and then their their natural response is like, oh, well, they're just jealous of me. And it's like, maybe not. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm just worried as a friend. So this party looked really fun. It was cute. I mean, what a good idea. What a great theme idea that somebody thought of, perhaps on Twitter. <laughs> great idea. Uh, James is stuck at home. He's obviously not there. Raquel shows up alone. Also, back at James's house, LVP shows up at his fucking house. I mean, come on. When has LVP showed up at anyone's house? Do you remember when there was like problems with Stasi? And Lisa was such an asshole to Stasi. And I know, and Stasi had to like grovel at her feet to get back on the show and all that. And then now James is fucking up, and Lisa's, like, going to his apartment. What's going on? I just don't like it. I don't like it. And then she's always shading these people. Like, she said to James, she's like, well, where's Raquel? And he's like, oh, she's got a modeling gig. And, you know, so she's going to the party afterwards. And Lisa's like, well, if I had a significant other and they were disinvited, I would have loyalty to them. And it's like, that's so fucking rude. I just don't like all, I don't like it. They have this nice conversation about the mom and James growing up and how he had to move out when he was 18. And James left the brothers, so he didn't have to deal with any of it. Then it's revealed that Paul, who Lisa referred to as a weirdo guy, so Paul is the one that James used to live with last season, it's revealed that James's dad is staying with Paul. Remember creepy Paul? Who I saw once in West Hollywood. I saw him once in Creepy. I don't know. But James's dad is staying with him. And what's going on there? Like, what does Paul have over all these people? And here's the thing. If we think that James's family has something over Lisa Vanderpump, and Paul obviously has something over James's family, then Paul really is the key to all of this. Paul must have some good, juicy information. And as soon as we get off here, I'm, co- I'm contacting his people to get him on the podcast. <laughs> I'm having an aha moment. <laughs> as Oprah said, I'm having an aha moment about Paul. And I will be contacting his reps immediately to get him on this podcast. His reps. By reps, I just mean his Twitter or whatever. I don't know if he's even on Twitter. I'm sure he's on MySpace. I'm contacting Paul's MySpace page immediately after this broadcast. (laughs) Try to get him him on the show. Because he has the answers. I'm convinced. But I can't believe James's dad is staying with him. Then we cut to this party, and Schwartz is dressed as an elf, which I love. Sheena's dressed as saucy. Uh, Tom is wearing a custom headpiece that Dorit from the Real of Beverly Hills certainly wore in an episode. I know it, Dorit wore that like gold one and Tom's is silver, but I feel like it was repurposed from Dorit's head. <laughs> that is certainly a custom headpiece. And he had the custom contacts in. His costume was cracking me the fuck up. And there is another costume we have to talk about for a second, and that's Lala. 
So Lala said she was dressed as a fallen hitchhiker, and I just wrote in my notes, what? What, what, what? So it was revealed that her and Tom Schwartz were going to dress as like people that were on bath salts or something, which I'm not sure how that's winter-themed. And Tom was wearing the elf costume, so I thought, like, so he was going to be like an elf on bath salts or something? But then Lala was supposed to go in with the costume with him, but then she just showed up in, like, a, you know, a black outfit, like black shorts and a black top. And then she said she was like a, a, a hiker on snow that fell. And look, I'm all for a lazy costume, but that seemed especially lazy. But then she also had like the thing on her face. And she, was that supposed to be for bath? That was supposed to be for bath salts. And then she said she didn't. So what, like, it was all very confusing. And I would have liked more time to get some answers on that. Because I was confused. This party looks fun. They were doing like these those ass shots. So they were recreating the ass shots from Stassi's last birthday. Sheena was very jealous. She like said, I can't believe Stassi and Sheena are, or Stassi and Ariana are getting along. Like I never thought I'd say that in my lifetime. <laughs> Loved it. And then Kristen's plotting. You could just see her around. I like to watch Kristen in these episodes because she's just usually in the background plotting evil plots, and I'm here for it. At one point, Raquel shows up, and Raquel was talking like Stassi and Ariana, and then Kristen, you just see her in the background. She's, like, sneaking her way in there. She's weaseling her way in, and that's what I like in a reality star. Get in the mix. Find a way in. That's what you need to do. Uh, Raquel, it was revealed that she was hosting a grand opening at the Topanga Canyon Mall. Don't know what that means. I'd like to know what grand opening this was that Raquel was hired to do. I think we need some answers on that. Stassi's mom is at this party. Stassi's mom told Bo, Stassi's boyfriend, that he needed some lights on his dick. Which was not since Lisa Vanderpump started talking to Katie Maloney about Tom Schwartz's dick have I ever been so shocked by an elderly woman on this show talking about a young man's dick. <laughs> like, what? What was happening there? Like why? And Stassi's mom's a star, you guys. Did you see the preview preview attractions for next week? Stassi's mom has a star turn next week. So this is like this episode with Stassi's mom's, you know, one of her origin stories. I know we've seen her in the past, but this felt like a moment. And next week we're getting like a, a good moment from Stassi's mom, and I cannot fucking wait. The mom like cries and you know throws a tantrum at a table. Ready for it ready for it. But anyway, she said something to Bo about, like, get some lights on your package. And I thought, what? And then, just as it was happening, I was, like, getting whiplash. I couldn't keep up. And we cut to Bo's confessional. Was this Bo's first confessional? I don't recall seeing the confessional from Bo until this moment. So it was all happening so fast. Like, I felt like, you know, I was on mushrooms or something. Like, it was all, the world around me is moving so quickly. And it's especially jarring when you're, like, you know, it's new people. I felt jarred. I felt the same way when Raquel got her confessional a couple weeks back. Because it's just not unexpected. It's like, who else is going to get a confessional? You know? In the early seasons, like, the only time you'd be surprised was when, like, Peter got a confessional. Do you know what I mean? Because, but it was still familiar, because we always saw Peter around. But I don't know. With this season, we're getting, like, Bo and Raquel, and I'm like, what's happening? I bet you Adam gets a confessional soon. My theory is that they're, like, weaving these new people in. So they knew that, like, fans would get mad if they were, like, from the jump, just all these new people. But I think they're weaving them in. So, you know, who's to tell? Next week, we might get a confessional from Diana. Who the fuck knows? You know, what's that girl's name that's usually in the background? What was her name? Um, Stassi's friend? 
I can't think of her name. And that's why she was never a main cast member. But do you remember she would be around a lot and then sometimes they would give her a confessional? She was like the female Peter, but like less interesting. What's her name? I feel like it started with a C. It wasn't Crystal. <laughs> Kathy. It wasn't was it Kathy. We'll call her Kathy. Kathy. <laughs> Stasi's friend Kathy. <laughs> We're calling her Kathy from now on. Anyway, Kathy never got the starring turn. <laughs> what was her name? You guys are probably shouting at however you're listening to this, you're probably shouting like her name. Was it was it Chris it wasn't Crystal. I don't know, you guys. I'm sorry, I'm moving on. Please don't DM me. Don't tweet me. <laughs> I'm assuming her name's Kathy, and that's what we're going off of. Christina. It was Christina, you guys. Christina. I'm still calling her Kathy. Anyway, where were we? Uh, then we see Jax confront Tom, and this conversation was so funny. Like, I love watching these people argue in costume. And they weren't having, like, a loud argument, but they were definitely having a conversation. And... Tom looked ridiculous with those contacts, and I couldn't la- look at him without laughing. Like, that costume was so funny. And then in his confessional, he's like, well, Jax is a recovering sociopath. <laughs> and, yeah, J- Jax said he would never talk about Ariana and Tom, and then they flash back to, like, moments earlier when Jax was talking about Ariana and Tom. <laughs> this party looked fun, though. They had a ice luge with some sort of blood drink. I- it might have been real blood. I'm not sure. You know, it was the blood of the youth or something, because there was blood coming down an ice luge, and they were all just sucking it dry. And maybe maybe it was the blood of a youth. Maybe that's what you need to do to look young. And in that case, like, I need to get some of it. They were all <laughs> sucking that blood up. Anyway, uh, then I mentioned we uh, Raquel was talking to Stassi, and then Kristen jumped in. I loved when she did that. And everyone, somebody accidentally said, I think it was Stassi, accidentally called Raquel stupid. Or she said, like, what are you, stupid? And this has happened a few weeks in a row now. And Raquel's like ready to fully snap. Like she snapped a little bit. Like anytime somebody calls her stupid or infers that she's stupid, it's like very much a trigger for her. You could see her face changes. And it's like, that's what Raquel gets mad about. And so she's really going to snap, you guys. It's really going to happen one of these days when somebody calls her stupid. And she did get really upset about it, but it didn't, it, nothing quite. It, she didn't fully snap, but it's going to happen. And then, you know, everyone's drunk. We end the episode with Stasi going to her room, and she's calling Bo, and Bo's not answering because he's at the party. And she gets really upset. She cries. And it kind of felt like, I don't know, it wasn't... It felt like they wanted Stasi to have a little birthday meltdown because she has in every other season, and it just sort of felt anticlimactic to me. But the episode was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I'm enjoying this season. I don't feel like there's like a ton of crazy excitement, but I'm enjoying it all around. It was like that scene between Sheen and Adam was like enough to get me through the season. Like that was enough for me. I was like, you know what? That's all I need to get by. <laughs> and then of course next week we get Stasi's mom being a star. Anyway, I'm so glad to be back. You guys, Thursday we're gonna be talking housewives. I haven't talked housewives in forever, and I miss it. Uh, I want to say, please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. And on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. Please rate and review this on iTunes if you like it. And this is sort of officially, unofficially, the 100th episode of Everything Iconic. And I can't believe we made it to 100 episodes. Amazing. I'm so grateful to all of you that listen. I'm going to have some fun guests coming up for the Vanderpump recaps and the Housewives episodes. Uh, but... I this week I just wanted to do it solo because I was so excited to talk to you guys. 
So I love you also so much for listening. Now, if you're new to the podcast, we do these little cool downs at the end of the episodes. So I want to do the cool down. Everyone take a deep breath in. Hold it. (laughs) Take a deep breath out. Take another deep breath in. Hold it. And think of your favorite holiday memory from the last two months, from November to December. Breathe out. Now, this was, of course, a holiday episode of Vanderpump Rules. I said we're all sort of segueing, transitioning out of the holiday season. But I just want everyone to take a moment today and think about their favorite memory from from Thanksgiving or Hanukkah or Christmas or Kwanzaa, whatever you're celebrating. Think about it and smile and just, uh, I don't know, take note of it. Because it's always nice to take note of the great moments in life and the things that make you happy. That's so cheesy, isn't it? I don't care. I love you all so much. Bye-bye. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y dot com. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.